1: extremely long delay between episodes we had you know COVID happened and so this is overall episode number 58 safe drug episode number 11.
0: Yes and this is a glamorous job we have and we're Super glamorous uh, we were hurting because our previous spot got taken by a bunch of nice furniture now we're in a basement and a je- she's gonna post the picture are you Heather?
1: I, I will put it Yes, it'll be on Twitter, and it will also be posted on our Facebook. It's pretty ugly. The Addiction Connection is, is the Facebook. In I mean, if you've ever met Kurt or have heard about him, you know how organized he is. That is what I am currently looking at, like it's, a panic attack. It's not good. Anyway, no All right, so you So see the lamp in the corner. <laughs> anyway, let's get going.
0: And my talking fish. Uh, yes, yeah, so Lyrica. Jesus. No, that there's not picture one.
1: picture of you, that's... From, I should take a picture and post that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's 1990. Okay, I will. Okay, so F, FDA approval for Lyrica. And we're going to talk about...
1: Lyrica, aka pregabulin.
0: Pregabulin. We better stick with pregabulin.
1: Uh, gabulin.
0: Gabulin.
1: Gabulin. Gabulin. Yeah,
0: thank you. And uh, so we're going to talk about pregabulin.
1: No. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about pregabalin. Pregabulin. <laughs>
0: And uh, we're just going to call it pre, like prefontaine. Uh, I FDA- mean,
1: it is okay occasionally to say lyrica because that's what most people know it as. It's new enough that it's only been generic for a bit, and so everyone yeah. still calls it lyrica.
0: So FDA approved in two thousand and four, and actually only for people over the age of eighteen. So
1: and it's another Pfizer medication,
0: just like the immunization, the just vaccine. Like it. Yeah.
1: But it was the first drug to be approved for fibromyalgia, um, you know, one of the sensor, central sensitization diagnoses. So, yeah.
0: Schedule 5
1: in the say. US.
0: Class course, C in the
1: UK, whatever their classifications are, but we do have people from around the world that listen to this. So, Class C in the UK, I guess there were 33 deaths from overdose of gabalin in the uk which is about the same level as what the usa schedule four or five kind of denotes so being a schedule five in the u.s kind of you know at least they're similar um
0: you know it's been like 16 years since the u.s actually made this a controlled drug yeah so it's been a while it's it, uh, i think 2005
1: note- seems like yesterday you guys <laughs> and i'm not even yeah. almost 60 um yeah, so the UK actually started making these controlled, you know, not until 2017, but there you go.
0: Yeah, and actually in 2019, uh, this drug was approved for management of neuropathic pain, especially associated with kind of diabetic peripheral neuropathy, which I think a lot of people are familiar with the, mm-hmm. the drug that way, and post-herpetic neuralgia, fibromyalgia. I was just going to say fibro. I know. Um, but. Uh, neuropathic pain associated with spinal cord injury. And really an adjunct for the treatment of kind of that partial onset seizures, but it has to be 17 years of age or older. It's interesting. So these are the on-label uses the of label So
1: this is interesting. Hey, you said it right. I know. It has been used for people one month older or older for partial onset seizures if it's taken in combination with other medications, other seizure meds. Um, not known if it's actually safe for people or effective in children under the age of one month. Pretty sure I'm not giving pregabalin to my newborn. Yeah. Not like I'm having any more of those, but...
0: Yeah, if you have another baby, I'll be like, Heather, let's put that baby on pregabalin. <laughs> we should do it just in case.
1: Just to see. No. Yeah.
0: It'd be like baby number nine for but, you.
1: But since you can give it to young... Ba- no. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you can I that. only have four. So anyway, it does come in an oral solution, which I guess is helpful. I did not actually know that this medication came in an oral solution. It also comes in capsules and extended release. Caps.
0: Just in case. I think this is one of these things as we move on to mechanism of action that we've talked about before. It's like, you know, would you sell a tool that you didn't know what it was for or how it worked? I don't know. But, you know, but There's going to be
1: some new fancy word we can like patent that means not completely known. Yeah, That isn't unknown because that's kind of boring.
0: Because the mechanism isn't completely known, but it's kind of compared to, you know, other drugs that are like it that are structurally related to it, obviously, you know, gabapentin.
1: <laughs> structurally related. you Yes. Mm-hmm. So presynaptic binding of pregabalin to voltage gated calcium channels is the reason for the anti-seizure anti effects. So that's the whole nervous system, like the, the seizure activity in the brain and then the hyper, um, the hyper pain. Um, what's that called?
0: Hyperalgesia. Thank
1: you. Hyperalgesia. <laughs> In the peripheral nervous system. So that's how that aspect of the medication works. So the voltage-gated calcium can- channels, obviously.
0: Oh, I'll be here all week to correct
1: Yeah, you should probably keep talking now. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, and uh, you lost me. So we went with that. Uh,
1: we're on the binding presynaptically.
0: Oh, to the alpha-2 delta subunit of voltage-gated calcium channels. Big words for it has something to do with the calcium channels and the flow of the calcium.
1: Again. Um, it also modulates the release of several excitatory neurotransmitters, including glutamate, which I always like. You yeah, I think glutamate's an S- upper...
0: Substance P, which so, has been associated with different pain syndromes.
1: Right, and that's one of the things they're studying for like a diagnostic tool for fibromyalgia, um, one of those adjunctive tests. Anyway, norepi, norepinephrine, uh, and calcitonin gene-related peptide.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is.
1: no. Oh. But back to the alpha two delta subunit, I love this, prevents the alpha two delta subunit from being trafficked yeah, from the a... dorsal root ganglia to the spinal dorsal horn. So basically, as the nerve, sensory nerve comes into the spinal cord, into the, um, the dorsal root ganglia, it doesn't go into the spinal dorsal horn. It like stops it. Do not pass go. Do not make it into the actual center of the cord to I go don't... up the cord.
0: Wow, you're pretty good at that. I would have not known how to explain that, but I do feel like. I actually
1: like neurology.
0: I feel like the (laughs) word trafficked was a little strong. It's. Okay. So the steady state of this medication is reached right between one and two days. So it takes a little while for it to.
1: One probably important part of mechanism of action.
0: Oh, gosh. Go back. Because
1: it's the GABA thing, and it's related, it's a Gabalin medication related to gabapentin. So it's a derivative of the inhibitory neurotransmitter GABA. So in my head, I always think of glutamate and GABA as opposites. Glutamate is up, GABA is down. So it's a derivative of the neuro inhibitory neurotransmitter GABA, but it does not bind directly to the GABA or benzodiazepine receptors. So it looks similar, it acts similar, but it doesn't bind there. Neat. Just fascinating. Back to that. Anyway, steady state. Steady state,
0: 24 to 48 hours. Um, And of course that has... You have to have taken it for a number of days, but, or for each of those days, but it does come up relatively quickly.
1: There you go. I didn't realize it was this much. Food does decrease the absorption by 25 to 35, 30%. I don't think I've ever told a patient, I don't prescribe a bunch of pregabalin, Lyrica, but I don't think I've ever told a patient don't eat when you take this medication.
0: I hope the pharmacist does.
1: Right, because this would be a good hour, right, on an empty stomach. Typically it has to be an hour at least.
0: I'm um, not sure I've ever gone that long between eating. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty sure, unless it's 3 a.m. and someone's giving you the oral solution in your mouth. But yeah,
0: yeah, you have to wake me up pretty much in the middle of the night. Um,
1: Another weird thing about it.
0: Yeah, it's really funny because this actually gets into the blood-brain barrier, which I think will be obvious when we get to some of the, the talks about misuse, but it's not lipophilic. so it's, uh, Is it
1: really tiny? Yeah, it's got to like, be weird so weird.
0: Mainly excreted in people's urine.
1: Yet it's absorbed in the intestine, not, it's not absorbed more proximally, like Mm. in the stomach or proximal, small intestine. Now
0: let's say you're a rat, Heather, let's say you were a rat. I hate rats. And you were pregnant, would would pregabalin, would it cross the placenta if you were a rat?
1: I wish I had one going, doo doo doo. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does cross the placenta in rats. I don't, obviously they've not studied it in humans because that's unethical.
0: Yeah, and I think if there's any rats listening, just remember when you're pregnant, do Don't not take, take this yeah. pregabalin. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. Black box warning, never a good thing. December 19th of 19. That's important. Serious breathing difficulties may occur in people who take pregabalin and already have respiratory risk factors. So if you have asthma, COPD, cystic fibrosis, anything that already impacts your lungs, you should probably. Be careful. Mm. And the suicidal ideation, this 1 in 500 increased risk of suicidal ideation.
0: Wow. Now, the FDA approval, and we've kind of talked about it. what it's approved for, the dosing is actually quite different. Uh, And I find it interesting that for a lot, and this is interesting because if you think back when we talked about uh, gabapentin, Mm -hmm. that a lot of the data showed that at lower doses, that it was just as effective as higher doses, which is funny because I get calls all the time. It's like, should I go up? you know, to 600 to 800 three times a day. And and really, a lot of the studies have shown, especially for some of the neuropathy things, it's low dose. If you look at this, fibromyalgia dosing is the highest at 300 to 450 milligrams. Total daily dose. Total we don't, daily I don't dose. think we need to go into like... Yeah, but diabetic nerve pain... It's actually 100 TID, which kind of fits with what they said about gabapentin.
1: That's true. And it said no noted benefit above 300 total daily dose for these patients. So and you got to start even lower than that as far as dosing and slowly titrate up. But even the spinal cord injury and nerve pain, it's it's a little bit more of a, a wide dosing range than the diabetic nerve pain, 150 to 600 milligram daily dose, but... Yeah.
0: I mean, low doses, again, even for post herpetic neuralgia. And I think the thing that the take-home really on this whole thing, I, I think as we've learned about some of these drugs with gabapentin and now and pregabalin, how's that, <laughs> uh, that the lower doses a lot of times are just as helpful and there's not a lot of data about high dose being any better. So Yeah,
1: and then there's different dosing for the whole... Um, partial onset seizures, not going to go through the exact specifics because let's nah, be real. You're going to Google care. them anyway. No. So off-label uses of pregabalin. This in, this list is actually, what, the same exact number of FDA approval. Most things are like FDA approved for two things and have 400 off-label. This one actually has only five off-label use typical, generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, bipolar Insomnia and chronic pain conditions. And
0: again, we mention these things because please uh, think about your documentation. And when you're using them off-label, always a great idea to make sure that you you document, you talk to the patient. So. A lot of side effects with this, though. Um, I don't know. I've had a lot of these lately. I'm wondering if I'm taking too much.
1: (laughs) I was like, where are you going (laughs) with this?
0: Oh, oh, hold it. I'm not taking it. Um, But Yeah. Blurred vision. That, but these are know.
1: a lot of anticholinergic-looking side effects. Oh,
0: hold on. I just put my glasses on. I can see you now. Never mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but these are a lot of anticholinergic. You know, the yep. dis- solemnness, dry mouth. Dizziness, yeah, the whole um, thing. Double vision. Double
0: vision was actually an album.
1: I'm sure it was back in, you know, when there was albums in yep. the 70s. Just kidding. But Major anyway. side effects. So there's those are the minor side effects, if you will. Yeah, Major he, side effects. These are really significant.
0: yeah. And I think probably the biggest one's with the facial swelling, you know. Uh, obviously, if you're getting that, it's time to quit. Um, and difficulty breathing, which we talked about a little bit earlier. That's bad. That's no, always never good. Um, and and I think, you know, some of the milder ones, sometimes the sleepiness or the dizziness. But uh, when we talk about misuse and you look at the doses that people take when they misuse it, it's amazing more people don't have these. Um, there are some, some effects as well on on your blood, Dr. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, decreased platelet count, and then the creatinine kinase, elevation, PR interval, prolongation, obviously not blood but heart. Um, tumorogenic At first I thought that said turmeric, but it's tumorigenic <laughs> potential. So that's yep, carcinogenic. Got, that's a little bit concerning.
0: Got me a tumor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say To that. me,
1: and this is very interesting because that, you know, if you go from some of these are seem, seem to be very – angiodemic, This is very like typical allergy-ish type things, facial swelling, um, things like that. But then some of these other things, I would. It's interesting because again, the mechanism isn't known. So what is it about? It's got to do with the calcium, you know, uh, mm-hmm. channels.
0: I think it's interesting too that PR interval prolongation. I, I didn't know that prior to reading this. No. I, I, so, you oh. So. Oh, the
1: tumoric potential. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got me a tumor. Um, sorry. So anyway, Do not
1: stop suddenly.
0: Yeah, this is one of those things we, we talk about with gabapentin as well, that people will get some side effects if you stop these quickly. And clearly this is one of those drugs. Please taper them.
1: So here's the most interesting thing we're gonna say, at least for the next three seconds until I turn the page. Um can I you- say
0: one other thing before we move uh-huh. on? And I forgot to mention this, but you know, we've talked a little bit about uh we've talked a little bit about gabapentin and kind of a comparison to pregabulin and the interesting thing is when you compare Lyrica to gabapentin uh, it has a higher potency uh, it's quicker to absorb and in fact uh, there's greater bioavailability of pregabulin
1: and those words are all red flag keywords for abuse yes just in case y'all wanted to know
0: so if you compare this with gabapentin yeah you'd expect that people would like this because the onset's quicker
1: Yeah, and it binds better and, yeah, all of that. So go back and listen to the gallopendin one and all the bad things. This one is going to be a little bit worse. But, okay, so here's the interesting thing. Drug interactions, diabetic medications, ACE inhibitors. Okay, those are two things that diabetics are on, yet it has an indication for diabetic peripheral neuropathy. So not a bad thing to use for diabetic peripheral neuropathy, but be very, very, very careful. And it also said on one of those other things we kind of skimmed over is – if they have a decreased renal function, obviously common in people with more further along diabetes, you got to lower your dosing as well. Yeah, um, Benzos makes sense because of the whole GABA-like, although it doesn't bind to the same receptor area, but still you got to be careful with benzos because um, it might increase the therapeutic effect of the benzos. Now you might have some respiratory depression related to the benzodiazepine. Mm. And then some of the other random acyclovir adenosine of amiodarone. A lot of General. A drugs. I don't know if you know that. Zolpidem. Multiple, a, a lot.
0: There's a lot of A's. So a if A's. a drug starts with an A, you might want to check it against pregobulin. You know, there were a lot of drugs that interact. I get it. Mm-hmm. An anyway, uh, the, the Federal Bureau of Prisons, of course, knows that this is a drug that people want. And so on their formulary, it's pretty restrictive, you know. I see that, mm-hmm. and I think that as well in the county jails that we tend to pop into. Yeah, it's not a drug that you want to use a ton.
1: It's a lot like some of the other ones, like the modafinil, um, or um, which one do we talk about? That's like you have to have failed literally everything under the sun before you can have this medication.
0: There's a few of them, and don't test my memory. I
1: was <laughs> like, wait a minute.
0: It's like, what day is it? Yeah. <laughs> can I count backwards from hundred? No. Um, but anyway, it can be used with uh, you know diabetic neuropathy that's well documented in the federal prisons, uh, and they and they've not responded to other drugs specifically like Cymbalta and other things like well
1: Cymbalta plus at least one other med- medication in the tricyclic antidepressant yep. or anti epileptic categories.
0: So really, with all those I- things like postherpetic neuralgia and fibromyalgia <laughs> and that, and Dr. Bell's raising her hand. Go ahead, Heather.
1: Okay, so tricyclic antidepressant. You have to have failed either Cymbalta and one of that or Cymbalta and an anti-epileptic. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about the whole tricyclic thing because we already did a talk on that one, and there's a lot of potential issues for that as well. And So maybe we should have a call with the, the Federal Bureau of Prisons
0: yeah, formulary give me people. I'll be right back. I'll be giving them a ring. Um, the problem is there's so many of these medications can be misused that we're mm-hmm. only down, we're only left with like a amoxicillin. Uh, that's probably one that can't be abused in the federal system. But yeah, so most of these things you have to have very specific criteria. Oh my gosh. With, Oh, you see one that's interesting?
1: Well, the fibromyalgia one. I mean, you have to have a documented diagnosis of fibromyalgia by a rheumatologist. Therefore, you have to have the records that prove that this is what a rheumatologist has told you you have. You had to have also failed Cymbalta. And again, either an tricyclic or an anti-epileptic.
0: Funny thing is, it takes like six years to get in with a rheumatologist, but... That's another.
1: And sometimes it takes <clears throat> six years to get records. So if you're planning on going to prison, you probably want to get off of your Lyrica.
0: Yeah, Lyrica is just one of those ones they just don't like. Oh, let's talk about misuse. Doggone it. Let's do it.
1: All right. So why misuse. do people
0: Why do people take it?
1: This is interesting because this reminds me more of ecstasy, <laughs> actually. Yeah, that person stimulates feelings of social ability.
0: Man, you should take this.
1: Oops, Did you got drop my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you should come, take this, then you could be more social. Exactly what I need to do, talk more. Um, causes euphoria, but it also causes calm and relaxation.
0: Hmm. You know, it's interesting because the dosing that no, we're wait, looking we, at oh, is sorry. three to 20 times higher than the, the doses you would take therapeutically. To 20 times.
1: That makes my heart skip a beat. Huh? Get it? Yeah. <laughs> the PR prolongation skip
0: yeah, a beat. Yeah, I didn't... I don't care. <laughs> um,
1: but the, they take it with gabapentin as well to increase their high. Yeah. It's kind of fancy, though, that they use it and actually call it gabapentinoids.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, have I seen patients in the past say, oh, I tried gabapentin, doesn't work, I need Lyrica. Or, you know, pregabulin. And, uh... And I think we have to be careful. Right. Uh, if you have people with a history of drug use or any kind of use disorders, this is something gonna raise that red flag right away.
1: So this one also might have a street name that's Gabby's. So you got to be a little careful, I guess, because Gabby's is usually referring to gabapentin. But what? in Belfast, they actually call it Budweiser. But another street name universally is Bud Light.
0: I've never heard that.
1: No. Mm. But I guess I didn't realize this was like a super highly abused drug until i had to start thinking about those things
0: yeah dang it there's all these rules um and so in corrections again a lot of misuse of this medication among among the psychiatric patients and diversion and it uh, should be watched and can again, we leave
1: I, this first bullet point to the very last thing because i just love that all right i think we that's need- a great way to end with the Reddit experiences, that first one, but okay. we can talk about the other ones, just not the first one. So, right. body feels detached from the mind, no pain, and ketamine-like detachment. This is a Reddit experience.
0: Yeah, there's somebody that suggested it's a lot like doing shrooms, mushrooms. Uh, just in case you didn't hear <laughs> about. But, Was uh, it a morel? <laughs> this, this must be uh, a typo. It says, but euphoria. <laughs> uh, no, euphoria <gasps> is much bigger. I don't think it could be bigger. Anyway. Maybe better. Um,
1: so here's how to take it. <laughs> so take six hundred milligrams of pregabalin on an empty stomach with coffee or Coca Cola.
0: Specifically.
1: Specifically. And then wait two hours and then smoke some weed.
0: Yeah, and actually there's a lot of stuff I came across when I was very looking psychedelic. This. And by the way, our our nurse Casey coordinator is. Katie did a lot of this research. But I no, always dig Casey. around look
1: Casey, did I say Casey? You said Katie. Oh, but whatever. that's okay. They Katie. both run our worlds.
0: So you know, and I'd kind of, I always dig through some crazy stuff just to see if there's much else, but there's a lot of people who use this medication in conjunction with things and weed was probably the, the most common, uh, for the combo of them. So how about arrowwood?
1: Oh my God. These last two ones are hilarious.
0: Again, look at arrowwood people.
1: Oh my gosh. It's Sasha Shulkin's legacy. Anyway. It's so, his legacy. Compared to alcohol, difficulty forming linear thoughts, troubles with balancing, This person stated the high was fantastic besides, you know, that one hour of difficulty with walking in the morning, you know, that little inconvenience. Yeah. It's like I went
0: outside, fell in the dirt, didn't go well. Perfect drug for realistic, but glitchy visuals. That's kind of like what was
1: happening to me today on the Zoom. It kept glitching.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This guy says he took 750 milligrams of pregabalin and the high and hallucinations were pleasant. I don't think that'd ever be pleasant. It's like I messed up. How could that be pleasant? Lasted for thirteen hours.
1: I can't even I can't, can't even comprehend that amount of time.
0: Thirteen lost. hours. I got I got way too much to do.
1: Right. Okay, so here this is my last
0: I was thinking about this if my legs were funny in the morning, got up to go for a run and just Yeah, never mind. It was did just you, a did funny visual. Do you giggle
1: or do you get <laughs> mad at it that moment? Funny, it was a funny visual as I <laughs> fell down
0: in my driveway. All wow. right.
1: So Taking pregabalin, 300 milligrams BID. So that's actually a fairly normal dose with cannabis. One of the quotes. Synergy is great between those two. And the best quote of the day. Quote, MDMA-like visuals with fisheye lens. Wow.
0: You know, I uh, I think I think we should finish with the phone. I think we should
1: end with a mic drop, but I don't have a button for no.
0: that. What was the name of the person that called and did the little, was doing the study on gabapentin and gabapentinoids. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. What's her name? Um, so we get this call. Jordan. No, Jordan, Jordan Covey. Covey. Jordan Covey from out on the
1: East Coast. And she called and this she's... This is our shout out in case she's actually yeah. ever heard of us. Yeah,
0: she talked about our podcast. That's how she found us. Oh, but, she did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> sorry. she's doing this whole study on what physicians know about gabapentinoids. And what she found was... Most primary care doctors didn't know about the misuse at all. They had no idea people misused these. So at some point, we're going to podcast that whole thing and when her study comes out, which is probably going to be in the fall.
1: Do we get to like fly there and podcast with her? Actually,
0: that's what we're doing, yes.
1: That would be amazing.
0: My arms will get tired.
1: (laughs) You know what, though? Here's my little answer to that. I know you did the interview, but from my perspective of, I mean, Lyrica's been around... Pre has been around my whole career. So, in, in the way that I looked at the abuse of these is I knew gabapentin had abuse potential. For whatever reason in my head, I had, I kind of knew that. But I thought pre gablin Lyrica was the safer option.
0: I think that was my perception as well. And I'd been in uh, practice probably two or three years more than you. Um, <laughs> Or was it 20 or 30 more years? Something like that. Just 20. But that was my, I thought as well. I would have to say prior to doing what we do, I thought it was safer. Exactly. And it's more potent. It's absorbed more quickly. And the abuse potential is higher. So please, that is the take home. Anything else, Dr. Bell? Oh, shoot. Nope, not that one.
1: Nope,
0: nope. There we go.
1: That's the one I wanted, this one. Yeah, but it's not really
0: a joke. It's true. It's the take home.
1: That was the mic drop. Tw- <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna let
0: battle Casey legs and Battlelegs, or just Casey. I don't know if he's just Casey anymore, or if he's Battle Battlelegs, or what. I just
1: want to say Casey in the Sunshine Band, but well, he's in a new band. Casey in the Divine Clan. Ooh, that's catchy. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's in some new band. Anyway, I don't know about it. We're
1: yeah. gonna let whatever Casey does with this happen, and we will try to not. Continue delaying.
0: Perfect thanks for listening. La
2: Now that I've lost everything to you. You say you wanna start something new. It's breaking my heart, you're leaving, baby. I'm grieving. But if you wanna leave, take good care. I hope you have a lot of nice things to wear. But a lot of nice things turn back. Bye. Just Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. But I always remember you like a child. You know, I've seen a lot of what the world can do, and it's breaking my heart in two. Cause I never wanna see you sad, girl. Don't be a bad girl. If you want to leave, take good care I hope you make a lot of nice friends out there Just remember there's a lot of bad anywhere Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world It's hard to get by Make a lot of nice friends out there Just remember there's a lot of that anywhere Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world It's hard to get by